0: You are listening to messages from Victory Outreach in the city of Whittier. We pray that you are inspired, challenged, and provoked to become all that God has called you to be. For daily insight, please log into to victoryoutreachwhittier.org. Pastor Joe preached the word, and he gave our church a prophetic word. And the prophetic word over our church was, is that there is a cloud over our church. That 2018 was going to be a season of rain, a season of divine favor. Someone say amen. Amen. A cloud over our church. A cloud always represents the presence of God, the glory of God, the favor of God. God would manifest himself in the Old Testament through a cloud. Someone say amen. amen. In Proverbs 16, verse 15... The Bible says, the latter part of that verse says, and his favor is like a cloud of latter rain. I want you to know that we are living in the latter rain. This is the latter rain of Christianity. Someone say amen. And how many know the Bible says the latter shall be greater than the former? So that means your expectation has got to be a little bit higher than it was last year or the year before. It's got to be higher than it was last week. And whatever you're feeding yourself with, amen, it should take that, pl- that expectation to a place where you have to believe God for the supernatural. Are you hearing me? The latter rain, that's what we're living in now. In Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1, the Bible says, watch this, ask for the rain in the time of rain. And that's, that's a spiritual statement because when you're outside and it's rainy, you don't ask God to let it rain while it's raining. But in the spiritual, come on somebody, in the spiritual, amen, when it begins to rain, you say, oh God, let it rain. In other words, amen, turn what's going on into a storm. I want, I want an outpouring. Somebody say amen. I want you to saturate me. I want you to drench me. Are you here? I don't want just, I want the whole. Come on somebody, are you hearing me? Ask the Lord for rain in the time. Someone say in the time. How many know it's our time? It's our due season. In the time of the latter rain, the Lord will make, the Bible says we'll make flashing clouds. And what that means, that means lightning lightning will be in the clouds watch this he will give them showers of rain grass in the field for everyone deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12 the bible says the lord will open to you watch this his good treasure his good treasure are the heavens and the bible says the lord will open to you his good treasure the heavens to give you the rain to your land in its season in its season you got to grab it. It's our time. It's your season. The rain is now. The Lord declares it. Are you hearing me? Yes. The heavens to give you the rain th- to your land in a season. Watch this. And to bless all the work of your hand. Exodus 13, 21. This is the basis of my message this morning. Actually, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Amen. In First Kings chapter 18, verse 44, the prophet tells the young man there's a cloud. There's a cloud. Our prophet tells us, Pastor Joel. our prophet says, he declares Victor Outreach Whittier, there is a cloud over our church. It's going to be a year of explosive, accelerated growth, personally and corporately. Someone say amen. amen. Now, a cloud is a sign or a symbol of the divine presence of God. The divine presence of God. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 21, the Bible says, and the Lord went before them. Now this is when God was setting them free from Egypt. Amen. They were now entering into the wilderness, and God was going to lead them. And in Exodus 13, 21, the Bible says, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud, in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so as to go by day and to go by night. Someone say Amen. So God brought them all out of Egypt, and they were all in the wilderness. My question to you this morning, was it God's desire for everyone to enter into Canaan, into the promised land? I also want to ask a question. Is God's destiny for your life guaranteed? In Numbers chapter 32, verse 11 The Bible says, surely none of the men who came up from Egypt from 20 years old and above shall see the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because they have not wholly followed me. Joshua chapter 5 verse 6, for the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness till all the people who were men of war, who came out of Egypt were destroyed because they did not obey the voice of the Lord to whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the land which the Lord had sworn to their fathers that he would give us a land of flowing with milk and honey. Someone say amen. In First Corinthians chapter 10 verses 1 to 11, I'm laying a foundation, amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses one to 11, in the Living Bible translation, it says this. For we must never forget, dear brothers, what happened to our people in the wilderness long ago. God guided them by sending a cloud. Watch this, a cloud that moved. I want you to know that we have a cloud over our church, but the cloud is moving. You got to stay in step with the cloud. God guided them by sending a cloud that moved along ahead of them, and he brought them all safely through the waters of the Red Sea. This might be called their baptism, baptized both in sea and the cloud, as followers of Moses, watch this, their commitment to him as their leader. And by a miracle, God sent them food to eat and water to drink there in the desert. They drank the water that that Christ gave them. He was there with them as a mighty rock of spiritual refreshment. Watch this. Yet after all this, most of them did not obey God. And he destroyed them in the wilderness. From this lesson we are warned that we must not desire evil things as they did. Nor worship idols as they did. The scriptures tell us that people sat down to eat and drank and then they got them to boogie. in worship. Of the golden calf. Another lesson, this is a good one, watch this guys. Another lesson for us is what happened when some of them sinned with other men's wives and 23,000 fell dead in one day. Mess with God. Mess with God. Keep listening to all these guys that that preach grace but don't mix the grace with repentance and forgiveness. Someone say amen. Amen. And you'll love this one too. And don't try the Lord's patience. Mess with anybody, but don't mess with God. And don't try the Lord's patience. They did, and they died from snake bites. And don't murmur against God and his dealings with you. Well, I don't like my job. I don't like what's going on. Why does God allow Don't murmur against God and his dealings with you as some of them did, for that is why God sent his angel to destroy them. All these things happened to them as examples, as object lessons to us to warn us against doing the same things They were written down so that we could read about them and learn from them in these last days as the world nears its end. Is it God's desire for all of us to experience a season, a year of divine favor, blessings, physical healings, mental healings, financial breakthroughs, supernatural miracles from God? Yet in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it tells us that not everybody under the cloud got blessed. Matter of fact, They died because of their disobedience under the cloud. And he specifically names these sins. But sin defined in the New Testament is anything that causes you to miss the mark. Are you hearing me? Disobedience is sin. Missing the mark. God has given you a target. God has given you a path. God has given you a standard. And it's according to his terms, not... What you would want him to understand about your situation. Are you hearing me this morning? Nevertheless, church, there's a cloud over our church, a season, a, a divine favor, a season of rain. In Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. This is our appointed time of divine favor. Your promotion is here. God's gonna raise you up. It's time to advance. It's time to move forward. It's time to take back what the devil has stolen. It's time to receive from God that which you have never had before. I'm talking about the new you. Old things have passed away. It's a new season. It's a new day. Fresh anointing is coming my way. It's a season of power, a season of joy, peace and prosperity. Come on somebody, amen. I see a cloud and it's beginning to rain. Somebody's getting ready to recognize you. Someone's getting ready to show you some preference. But for some of you, you need to let hope arise. You've experienced great disappointment in what you were hoping for. It didn't work out. It didn't come to pass. It just didn't unfold the way you were hoping. Yet you're here this morning... You're smiling, you're still faithful, but deep down inside, you have lost your expectation. With no expectation, you have been robbed of your vision to truly see yourself at your next level. Mother time, mother time has worn you down and it's been a long season, but you're still here, you're still smiling, and you're still faithful. Well, God was saying to you, but blessed, in Jeremiah 17, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and has made the Lord his hope. Come on, somebody, amen. And confidence. He was like a tree planted along a riverbank, with its roots reaching deep in the water. A tree, watch this, not bothered by the heat nor worried by long months of drought. It leaves a stay green and it goes right on producing all of its luscious fruit. Someone say, amen. amen. You gotta put your hope in the Lord. Don't hope in your husband. Don't hope in your wife. Don't hope in your son. Don't hope this. Don't hope that. Hope in the Lord because that hope is in an empty grave. Jesus is the overcomer of death, hell, and the grave. He's never lost. Great things has God done. Great things will he continue to do. Somebody say amen. That's the only hope the Bible says that will never disappoint. When you begin to look in your family, you begin to look in situations, your finances, your health, what you see disappoints you. That's why you can't go by what you see. You got to go by what it says. It's hard for you to pray passionately. It's hard for you to pray passionately pertaining to that which disappoints you. Over a period of time, you, 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 you stop doing it. You stop, you come on, somebody, amen. And then you end up short-circuiting in your process. And God is trying to turn your process into your promotion. Someone say amen. But because you keep seeing uh, all these things that, that disappoint you, you, you become overwhelmed and the oppressing and depressing. You might want to take this class coming up. Come on, somebody. Let the Lord set you free. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. If God can change us, God can change anybody. And what God's done for us, he's willing to do it for anybody. Someone say amen. Amen. See, blessed is the man, blessed is the woman who trusts in the Lord and has made the Lord his hope, not in the sense of an optimistic outlook or wishful thinking, but in the sense of confident expectation uh, based on who God is and, and what he has already done in your life. He's able. He is able God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ever think or ask. The Living Bible Translation says it like this, that God is able to do, watch this, amen, more than we would ever dare to dream. I want to dare some of you to start dreaming again. Let hope arise the devil has burned you. You got to learn how to dream. Hey, come on, somebody. Man, get into prayer. And let the Lord bless you with something that He wants to show you for the next level of your life. You've been praying for it, you've been wanting. I'm here to tell you it's your time, it's your season. Let hope arise. Come on, somebody. Get that expectation. She could look at it. If you expect it and you look for it, amen. You could, you're gonna have a little bit of a different attitude, a little bit of a, there's gonna be something different about you. Can't be the same old, same old. Speak that stuff into existence. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, but my best days are ahead of me. Huh? As long as I keep on keeping on, are you hearing me? I'm gonna get to what God has for me. Don't get stuck under the cloud, because a lot of people in this church are gonna get blessed out of their socks. They're gonna start wearing sandals at church. Come on, somebody. The Exodus 13 21 once again says, a, plow, a, a pillar of cloud that God sent, a pillar of cloud. God was in the cloud. It was His glory, it was His manifested presence, the very essence of His being, a pillar of cloud to lead the way. And I'm here to tell you that the cloud is moving, church. Now, there are elements in an atmosphere that evaporate up into a cloud. The cloud continues to be enlarged with what it evaporates as it moves. When the cloud moves over an area where the atmospheres recognize each other, the cloud stops for an intentional downpour. Can I go a little deeper? Victory Outreach Whittier, we've been built with seven atmospheres, just a few of them, we have an atmosphere of exaltation. We call it worship. And how many know it's on and cracking? Someone say amen. We have an atmosphere of exaltation, an atmosphere of worship. We have an, uh, uh, an atmosphere of family where we believe in family. We have an atmosphere of giving. Someone say amen. We have an atmosphere of discipleship. Are you hearing me? We, we, we have atmospheres that our church has been built on. Now, when these atmospheres go up into the cloud, which is the presence of the Lord, as the cloud is moving, at the same time, watch this: atmospheric pressure is building in the intentional areas that are expecting the downpour. Now, pressure. Someone say pressure. Anybody under a little pressure today? If you're if you got pressure, you're like, go ahead and raise your hand. I want you to know that pressure is a prerequisite to the next level. Come on, somebody! Pressure is good. If I had a balloon in my pocket, and I pull it out, it would look cool. But if I began to fill it with pressure, then it would be enlarged, and it could fulfill exactly what it was designed. Come on, somebody! Pressure is good. Now, this atmospheric pressure in these intentional areas, amen, that comes from the Lord because God wants to enlarge uh, our capacity. And God uses pressure. Come on, somebody, amen. Why? Because God's getting ready to give you something you've never had, and pressure will teach you how to handle it, not for a minute, but for a lifetime. He'll teach you to handle it from the perspective of you thought the pressure was for you, but in all reality, the pressure was so that you could receive more, so that you could give more time talent and treasure at the end of the day church you're gonna figure it out it ain't about you and it ain't about me it's about a hurting world that needs Jesus it's about a vision that God has given our ministry to go into the inner cities of the world to bind the forces of darkness to push back the forces of hell and begin to call down come on somebody amen and when the atmosphere is watches I'm getting a little ahead of myself but it's all right when these atmospheres, see, watch this. Victory Outreach, North Hollywood, they got the same atmospheres that we got here. Victory Outreach Ventura, they're learning about the atmosphere. Someone say amen. Victory Outreach, Long Beach has them. They had them way back when, and they got them now. Just saying, Amen. Victory Outreach, uh, Tijuana, Libertad. They got these atmospheres. Come on, somebody. Man. Victory Outreach, Amsterdam, International. They have these atmospheres. Victory Outreach, Amsterdam. So So watch this now. When the cloud is moving and it sees these intentional areas where it is caused to have a downpour, it's because what is happening here, God wants it to happen in Ventura. God wants it to happen in South Central. God wants it to happen in, are you hearing me? So what we put into the cloud is only what will come down over the cities that we've given birth to. So if they're not getting what they need, it might be because we're not giving what we. Someone say amen. This atmospheric pressure, see, pressure comes from the Lord. He says, I, I, I want you to reach not only your city, I want you to reach your region. I want you to reach the world. So the pressure comes. Are you hearing me? When the pressure comes, it, 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 it demands. We begin to expand. We begin to, are you hearing me? And so all of a sudden when the cloud is moving and Cisco's feeling pressure and Pastor Ray, they're feeling pressure. Come on, somebody. amen. And all of a sudden the, the, the cloud begins to park right over where they're having a rally. And souls need to get saved. Come on, somebody, amen. And they need a worship team, and they need finances, and they need flyers, and they need a van, and whatever they need, we should resource. And that's what creates that intentional downpour where God wants to save and deliver. Come on, somebody, amen. Radical conversions. Church, if we're going to experience accelerated, explosive growth, then so should the churches that we've launched out. Someone say amen. amen. See, the Holy Spirit allows the pressure to come. Pressure is part of the proce- par- Pressure is part of the purpose to grow and expand, so God can trust you with more. The intentional areas marked by God for intentional downpours. Our Victory Outreach North Hollywood, Victory Outreach South Central, Victory Outreach Van Nuys, Victory Outreach Ventura, Victory Outreach Long Beach, even Victory Outreach Tijuana Libertad, and Victory Outreach Amsterdam International. When the cloud moves over these areas, the seven atmospheres, they, they recognize each other, which releases the downpour. Explosive accelerated growth and supernatural miracles of God. The downpour Watch this. The downpour is, prophetic, is the prophetic word on the parents. Pastor Joe and Sister Doreen, they're declaring that there's a cloud over our church. So the downpour, the prophetic word on the parents, Pastor Joe and Sister Doreen, being released over their children meaning the churches that they've given birth to, Deuteronomy 7, 13. And God will love you and bless you, and he will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land. Someone say amen. amen. See, Victory Outreach Whittier, we're the land. We're the land. When God has given the prophetic word to our pastors that God's going to watch this. The Bible says it, bless the fruit of your womb. That's Pastor Joe and Sister Doreen. That's their children. But it's also their spiritual children. And when the Bible says their land, their land is Victory Outreach Whittier. Someone say amen. So it's actually talking about you and I. Somebody say amen. Clouds. Someone say clouds. See, we need Pastor Ray to get in prayer and begin to tell his church, I see a cloud. It's got to go all the way across the world to Victory Outreach Amsterdam International, where Pastor Hughes is getting into prayer and God begins to show him, I see a cloud. In Ventura, all of the churches that we have given birth to, amen, they need to get into prayer so that they can see the cloud, they can see the divine presence of the Lord. I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Is that okay? How many of you, this is the dumb question, have a cell phone? Let's put it this way. If you don't have a cell phone, raise your hand. Well, you're in the home. Come on, somebody, amen. So now how many of you have an iPhone? If you have an iPhone, raise your hand. The rest of you got Androids? That's praise the Lord. <laughs> Someone say iPhone. You know, when you have an iPhone, you can also have an iPad. And then you could have an Apple computer. Someone say Amen. So what they have Designed is something called an iCloud. Now the iCloud helps you stay in complete contact with your network. In other words, from my iPhone, I can I, I can tap into my computer. I can tap into my iPad. Someone say Amen. So so in all reality, the network is connected to the iPad. I mean, sorry, the the iCloud. Now the iCloud also. Is a resource for my iPhone. It'll tell me your your iPhone is backed up. You need why come on, somebody, you need more gigabytes, you need more memory, you need more. So the iCloud is the resource to the network that I have. Victory outreach Whittier, we are the iCloud for the network that we are a part of. We are the resource for the churches we've launched out, and we are also a resource to our founders, to the international movement. Someone say amen. amen. We're getting good at it, but we need a whole lot more to be done. And the reason we're getting good at it is because we've been faithful with what, is, what God has given us. We've become an attractive church, a model church, a base church, and God is adding to the church. Someone say amen. Now. The network is connected to the iCloud. The iCloud is a storage resource to the network. Watch this. All seven atmospheres in our churches, especially Whittier, must be operating in full force. Because if we're going to be a resource to the churches that we've launched out, if we're going to be a resource to our founder, come on somebody, amen, then we have to have more than what we need here. Someone say amen. The iCloud principle is this. We must learn, Victor, Outreach Whittier, to give beyond ourselves. Everything that I'm talking about is pertaining to the vision, and everything is pertaining to the churches that we've launched out. We must become their resource. I'll take it a step further. It wasn't your choice to come to Victor, Outreach, Whittier. The Bible says that no man come unto the Father lest the Spirit draws him. Uh-huh. We like to give ourselves credit uh-huh. when in our reality, the Holy Ghost was doing something inside of you for quite some time uh-huh. before you. So God brought you here to give something to you that you would be a part of that will change your life forever and give you every one of your heart's desires. When Jesus walked the earth, come on somebody, amen, and he, he actually came to the, to the disciples and even to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They were waiting for the Savior. They were waiting for Jesus. They were waiting for the Son of God to, to be manifested and to come. And when he finally comes, they reject what they were looking for because he didn't sound like he thought they should. He didn't look like, are you hearing me? They, they, they wanted a king, but how could a king be born in a feeding tr- trough, in a, in a, in a bump? So a lot of times when God brings you exactly what you need because it doesn't have the right package. But I'm here to tell you, God brought you here and it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mindset, guys. That's what It's a mindset. Some of us are still on that mindset. Well, as long as I have just enough. That's selfish. Just enough for who? You? For your family? Well, God told me to take care of them. Okay, well, God's telling you how to take care of all these other churches. And why would God tell you to take care of something unless he had not already made provision for it? But the provision is on his terms, not... And it requires a faith in a God. Come on, the resurrected son of the living God, the one who has overcome death, hell, and the grave, the one that can open up the eyes of the blind, make the lame wild. Come on, somebody, amen. The supernatural God has supernatural provision and it will be released to you on his terms. What are his terms? It's quite simple. It's called the dime on a dollar. Uh, Look how good God is. What if God would have said 40%? We'd have probably this section here and that's about it. The rest of you would have went and looked for a lower percent on the loan. Come on, somebody. Are you catching what I'm saying? It's a mindset. When you do with your not enough, come on, somebody, amen, determines what God will do with His more than enough. And when your not enough is given to those, come on, that God has told you to give to, then God will pour out for you. Such a blessing, you will not have room enough to read. But why would God ask me to do this one? He knows I only have, well, the only reason you only have is because that's all he can trust you with right now. But I'm here to tell you that in the season of rain, in a season of divine favor, so, well, well, Pastor, when I get my raise, I'll give more. You, you, you are good at provoking people. Provoke God. Provoke the Lord. Test me now in this and see if I will not open up for you the floodgate. Come on, somebody. And see if I will not pour out. Now, doesn't that sound pour out, downpour, outpour? I don't want just a trickle. I don't want just enough. I want to saturate. I want to be drenched. Not so I can be drenched, but so that God can wring me out for others. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, this, this mind that we have, it's a, it's, uh, and you got to watch what you read. You got to watch what you listen to. You got to watch who you hang around with. Some of you, after the service, you probably shouldn't even, after the service, you probably shouldn't even go home. Are, are, you, are you catching what I'm saying? God is ready to do something he has never done before. God is looking for people that are experiencing, uh, that want to think different so that can be different. All I know is God has called us to win the world for Jesus. My supernatural blessings are in my obedience to the vision. Everything I need is in my obedience to the vision that God has given us. The vision was birthed in the heart of God. So when I obey the heart of God, I'm touching God's heart. And when I touch his heart, he's going to touch my heart. Someone say amen. Amen. And God's going to be able to do great and mighty things within our lives. Someone say amen. It's our responsibility. That's why you're here. God brought you here for this. God wants to use you in a great and mighty way. You got to start dreaming again. Some of, you have been past. some of you need to stir yourself up. Go take a city. Someone say amen. Some of you need to open up a men's home. Open up a women's home. Some of you need to open up a D home. Amen. For the life of open up a life group. For some of you just need to open up your heart. And let God move in. So that other stuff can move out. Come on, let's all stand this morning. I believe a good portion of us, we lost our expectation. It seems like every year at the beginning of the year, This is our time and it's our year. And immediately you go to that mode in your mind. Here we go again. But you're smiling. You got that new dress. You got that new suit. And you're here and you're faithful. But that expectation, God wants to breathe on that expectation this morning. Remember not the former things nor the things of old. For behold, I'm getting ready to, to do a new thing. It was God using the prophet Isaiah to speak to God's people. And what he was saying was this. Listen to me. Remember not the former things nor the things of old. You know what God was saying? You remember when I went and I opened up the Red Sea? That great miracle. Remember that? Forget it. Remember when I led you cloud by day and pillar by night? Remember I led you? What a miracle. Forget it remember you got thirsty and I had Moses smack that rock and a gushing river to satisfy the thirst of over three million people in the middle of a day. Remember I did that miracle? Remember the great miracles I did? Forget it. Well, you know what he was saying? The greatest things I've ever done in your life, forget it. They have nothing on what I'm about to do in your life. Immediately he says, Can you see it? He was saying, Do you have the faith in me to believe it? That if I did it once, I can do it again. I know life has worn you down, I know situations have come upon you. I know it's been rough, and I know it's I know it's been ugly, I know it's been awful. I know you don't even think it's fair. You think I even left you. But behold, I'm getting ready to do something new. Can you not see it? He's asking you, can you stir up a little bit of expectation to at least try to see, try to visualize? Can you see yourself preaching? Can you see yourself having a life group? Can you see yourself having a counseling? stuff? Can you see yourself ministering to people, pertaining to the same thing, things that have you now? Can you see it? See, because if you can see it, you'll start looking for it. Ooh, I've been... Because I saw it in the spirit. God, God showed me. My question to you this morning is, Victor, can you see it? What's clouding your vision? What is clouding your vision? Why can't you see what God is trying to show you? Could be, could be sin in our lives. Well, pastor, I'm not even close to what I used to be. But are you getting close to what God's called you to be? Everybody under the cloud didn't make it into the promised land. That was their destiny. Our destiny is not the promised land. Our destiny is the fulfillment of promises. Isaiah 45 and Isaiah 54. Our promised land, our destiny is heaven. Not everybody that goes, not everybody that comes out of Egypt is going to make it into heaven broad is the way but narrow is the and very few are that enter in you got to be determined like never before i'm going to enter in i'm going to do it on god's terms i'm going to do it his way i'm going to trust his word i'm going to give god a deeper surrender in my life I'm going to commit a little bit more of my life. At the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about Jesus. Therefore, i, I, I got to learn how to, how, to, how to crucify the deeds of the flesh. i got to crucify myself that Christ might live within me. See, you have, you, you have these plans, and the plans didn't work out for you. you, you said, God might, might, might. And God is saying, I know the plans. They're my plans, not your plans. My plans. My plans, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do miracles in your life. I'm going to move by my power but they're my plans come to me and i will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not see we come to church but this morning god is saying i want you to come to me i want you to come to me i'm the author and the finisher of your faith i'm the one that destroyed the yoke of bondage I'm the one that chased the devil away when he was trying to take you out and put you six feet and under. I believed in you when you were a convict. I believed in you when you were a dope fiend. I believed in you when you were an alcoholic. I believed in you when you were a whoremonger. I believed in you. Come on, lift up your hands and worship Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands. Go after God. Go after the Lord this morning. Give him a worship.